Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to, oh boy, all right. Welcome to the Coffee Hour Podcast. I am your host, Justina Brianna, and I, as you can tell, am very nervous about this, but we're going with this. Um, (laughs) Okay, so this is my very first episode, obviously, but I am so excited to be doing this um, right now. This is something that, starting a podcast is something that I wanted to do for some time, but obviously have pushed it off but we're here now and we're gonna we're gonna try this new thing i'm all about trying new stuff and putting myself out there so this is it here we are we're here so a little bit about myself my like i said my name is justina i am 22 years old i am from evergreen park illinois a little small suburb outside of chicago i am a professionally trained ballet dancer i have been training since i was five so we're on year 17 now Okay. So yeah, so 17 years, I've been trained in almost every style, uh, I would say, um, from, of course, ballet to actually take that back. I have not been trained in hip hop. No, I've not been trained in hip hop, but I have trained in other, I've taken like classes for hip hop, but that's besides the point. But I have been trained in other styles, but I, my main focus, my main love, my main Everything about what, who I am and what I am comes from being a ballet dancer, and that is something that I would never, that would never be taken away from me. All right, so we're already on a little tangent already, but let's keep going. So I am a recent graduate from Loyola University of Chicago, where I studied broadcast journalism. I received my BA, and with also a minor in dance. So some other fun facts about myself: I am a retired competitive swimmer. I swam all throughout high school. I was also involved in band, so I used to play the flute. I played the flute since fifth grade all the way up to my freshman year of college at Loyola, actually. I was in their wind ensemble, so that was really fun. I I miss playing a lot. I miss being a part of a band. I miss making music and creating music with uh, wonderful and talented people. Um, But I still kind of play the flute for fun, just kind of, you know, another outlet for me um, besides dancing and things like that, so... That's that. All right, let's see. I started playing piano when I was four years old. My uh, mother and grandmother enrolled me in piano lessons at age four. And that is actually what made me fall in love with being an artist and the arts in general was them enrolling me in piano lessons at such a young age. Music has essentially shaped who... I am as a person. Music, music was my first love in what I, it's what, it was a turning point in what I knew I wanted to do. And it's, it's actually funny because like in ballet class, like naturally, if you're lucky enough, you have a live pianist there. And so the way that both those two art forms essentially tie in together I I find quite remarkable and it's I was lucky enough that my family put me in something as piano lessons to really like to discipline me and to shape me into the person that I am today I I owe I owe them that <laughs> um like I said is what made me start to love 
the arts. And that later led into a year and a half later of me starting ballet class. I wish that I could. Um, I mean, I probably could. I just have to put my mind into it and just do it. Kind of like what I'm trying to accomplish with this podcast. All right, so moving on. So you're probably wondering, why coffee hour? Why the name coffee hour? Well, for obvious reasons, I love coffee. I love iced coffee. I like hot coffee. I like lattes. You name it. But I start my day with it. And that is essentially what I'm going to do with this podcast. So every Sunday morning, hopefully, this podcast will be up. And it would be up in the morning, so you can start your day with it, because essentially that's what I like to do. I like to start my day with some coffee when I don't have work. I like to start my day with coffee, and it's kind of a way for me to start my day and prepare my day. I call it my me time. Let's call it that. I call it my me time. I don't go on social media. I might... No, I do. I do watch the news. I do watch the news. However, I do not go on social media. And I just kind of just try and focus on myself, which is, I think, everyone sometimes might have a problem with doing. We're always worried about other people and what's going on in the world and what's going around, going on around us. But for me, that is my time to focus on me. That is my time to enjoy my delicious cup of coffee maybe two cups of coffee and just really dive into myself and maybe set goals for myself for if like for instance Sunday start goals that I'll be starting for the week or just that one day just have a plan and sometimes I don't always have a plan sometimes it's just a day for me to relax but I always try and start my day with some coffee and like I said I'm gonna watch the news or whatever but that is my time where I don't talk to anyone I don't talk to my family (laughs) they're always like why are you so anti-social in the morning and I'm like this is the reason why because this is a routine for me it's something that I stick with so that my day can go the way I want my day to go and sometimes we don't always have the say in how our day is made or how our day will go but If you always start their day right, chances are it will continue to go the same route that you want it to go. So yeah, that is why the podcast, my podcast is called Coffee Hour. Also, the podcast will be around an hour. I'm going to try my very best to make this podcast an hour with different segments. Um, Some of the segments that I plan on including in each episode is... Uh, current favorites of mine so maybe like a new book that I'm reading or something new that I bought from Target because we all love Target we always go and find and buy new things from there Um, so another topic would be gratefulness something that things are that I'm grateful for so I probably have like a couple things that I'm grateful for for that week and being a reporter with my BA in broadcast journalism will include some type of breaking news, um, something that is currently going, so current events essentially. So something that's going on in the world, um, going on in the United States, whatever, whatever's, what's ever hot, what's ever popping during that week or um, that day that I record, that will be included in that as well because, you know, as a journalist, I gotta. Stay fresh on my current events, which I do. So, <laughs> all right. And then um, then after the new segment, we will go into the main topic slash conversation that 
that episode would include. Uh, some of these uh, topics and these conversations will be lighthearted. They would be just some deep thoughts that are going on that I would like to express and get out out there. Um, I also will be having some guests on here, hopefully. <laughs> no, I probably will. I will have some guests on here um, kind of talk about what they're doing in their life and you know, just like some debate topics and just some fun things like that. So that's kind of what be the rundown during this hour, hopefully hour segment podcast that I have. So yeah, so let's jump right into my current favorites. All right, so some things that I have been loving right now, I've been liking the new Netflix show. Well, it's not really new, but this Netflix show called Lucifer, it actually, I believe it started on the Fox network, but now it's on Netflix. They just came out with their fifth season. And the series is about um, this guy who is the devil. Um, he abandons Hull um, and is now in LA. And he uh, is like a consultant to the LAPD, the Los Angeles Police Department. And he kind of like helps them on different crimes and things that are happening and essentially like gives, I believe, like punishments to those who do wrong in LA. So it's a nice little, it's like a little comedy. It's a little fun um, little show that I'm kind of like binging. Well, I'm not really binge watching because I like have to go to work. But on my days off, I try to like watch as many episodes as I can. Um, like I said, it's on Netflix. It's really good. I'm liking, I'm liking it. I'm on the third episode. Um, but yeah, that's something that I've liked. Something else that I'm actually enjoying right now is the leaves candle from Bath and Body Works. It smells so, so good. It really puts me in a mood since fall is really around the corner. And as some stores, stores are putting out Halloween decorations, the store that I actually work at has Christmas decorations up, which I'm, I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. I love the holiday season. Huge Christmas fan. But they literally put it up August 31st. They had like the red boxes of Christmas with like snowflakes on it. And I, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a little bit early for it. It's a little early. It's a little early for Christmas boxes and things um, and lights and um, talking snowmans in the store. But it's okay. We're, this, we're in a weird time now. Everyone needs a little uplifting. And Christmas is what's going to get us through the rest of 2020. Then I am all for it. So, yeah, so I'm also, so I'm liking the leaves candle. I got a fall candle from Bath and Body Works, and I've gotten it the past two, two, three, uh, two, three fall seasons. So, yeah, so those are the two things that I'm loving right now. So next we're going to go into things that I am grateful for. I am grateful to be working right now. Um, as I said, well, I haven't actually said, but I am a cashier at Menards right now. And um, I, I enjoy the job. It's a job, and I'm getting paid for it. And it's actually something that I actually do enjoy doing. <laughs> um, I mean, some of the people are not so great, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's the world that we live in. Um, but I, I, do, I do enjoy working there. Um, this is I've been there since 2018. Uh, I normally only work summers and then return back to school but I am not returning back to school so I'm staying a little longer um so this is my third summer technically like my third year but technically actually I've only been there totally only 11 months right now but hey it's okay we love it 
I love it. That's the most important thing. Um, so like I said, I'm grateful to be working right now, especially during a pandemic. I actually started working um, back in April. So I was, you know, was an essential worker, as you might call. We The store was open during that time. It was, it was a weird time. Um, the store, weirdly enough, was always busy. It never store is always busy um but during the pandemic it was just even more crazier more busier which you would think with the pandemic that people would stay home but we're gonna say that for another topic but so our store is naturally always busy we sell you know we're a hardware store so you have the contractors you have the uh the plumbers you have all the electricians you have all these people and you just have and we also sell groceries so you also have people that's also too why we're open because we sell groceries and like i said the construction workers and all those people that still had to work during the pandemic still needed things and stuff to buy from our store so we we had we got hit with like everybody and plus it was also a way for people to like get out of their homes during quarantine understandable so like i said we're always naturally busy and so we were open during that like April period, um, April to like May period where it was, you know, kind of weird, kind of scary, but I needed to start working because of course the university closed. So my job on campus, I didn't have a job. So I took like a month off from working and then started back up working at Menards. And like I said, it's a decent job. I don't mind it. I like it. Of course, it's just like I said, the people, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, so that is something that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful to be working um, during this time. A lot of people are not working right now. Um, some, some th- of course, things have like opened up. But So I was like, I'm grateful to have a job, essentially. Um, something else that I'm grateful for is, of course, the constant support I receive from my family. They're always supporting me. Um, they've been a huge help during this time. Um, this crazy time, and I'm forever, forever grateful for them. All right, so for this first episode, I am going to hold off on the breaking news slash current events slash pop culture um, portion of the podcast, just because um, once this is like the first episode, obviously, so everything takes about like a week to get approved on all the platforms and everything, so the news will be old and irrelevant and won't matter so you know as journalists you gotta stay on top of your ish so we're going to hold off on that segment for this week but for episode two we will have that segment so so we're going to jump into the main topic slash conversation of this episode so the first topic that is going to be discussed on this podcast will be the ongoing global pandemic that has affected so many people and so many lives and all of us. Um, No one was expecting this to happen. No one could have predicted that this was going to happen, but we're here. And it's something that all of us need to understand that that just needs to be taken seriously. And if it's not taken seriously, it's never going to go away. And there's a lot of, um, you know, political and... You know, it's just all wrapped up, but essentially it starts with each individual person. And I'm not even going to talk about like the whole entire world because I'm going to get a little political here, but other countries, it's not as severe. It's winded down. It's not 
is not at its peak in other countries and all that stuff. But here in the United States, it's it's taking a little longer. We'll say that. Um, I've seen um, a few things like on social media saying that the United States is kind of like that one person in a group project who doesn't like they care, but like they're not putting their all into it. And unfortunately, that's kind of where we're at right now. Like we're we're almost there. We're almost there of it being gone. But we still have a long way to go. So we're in this global pandemic, right? Um, and so I'm going to kind of talk about how it's affected me. As I said, I graduated from Loyola University of Chicago. So this was my senior year. And it was cut short. It was cut short on May, March, my mistake, March 12th. The university sent out an email saying that all students had to be evacuated from uh, residence halls and that classes would go online immediately. Um, so my senior year was cut short. I didn't get to experience a lot of things that I wish as a senior in college I could have experienced. There were no last performances as a dancer. That's hurting. That I, my last like performances was back in March. I mean, sorry, it was back in December. My goodness, it was back in December. I had my performances was supposed to be in May. That did not happen. Um, I was in this one dance class where I got to choreograph. And I had six wonderful dancers, and I had never choreographed anything before, but I was taking this class to, like, teach me how to be a choreographer. And I had about, like, two, three minutes worth of music that I had choreographed to. And this this routine that I had uh, choreographed, no one's ever going to see that. And even if I do go back to it, it's going to be a while for anyone to see it. Um, with the current conditions of how everything is right now. So that was another thing that was taken away from me. I never choreographed anything, and here was my opportunity to, and to choreograph this piece on these wonderful six dancers, and that was taken away from me. I didn't get to experience any senior school-organized events. We were supposed to have, like, a boat trip and then the Cubs game, and all that was cut short. Um, Obviously, I was devastated, and I was upset. Um... But, you know, things happen. Things happen in life. Um, graduation being another gut-wrenching thing that was taken away from me was graduation, not being able to walk across the stage. And even though, like, we had, like, a virtual graduation in the arena that our ceremony would have been, would have taken place at, um, another hurtful thing was my grandmother is 90 years old. She's 90. Um, she never graduated from college. And so this was a big thing for her. Um, ever since I was little, she always would say, um, if I'm not here, blah, 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 I want you to know this and all that stuff, you know. Um, and what, what hurts the most is that, you know, she's 90. She was able to see me graduate from college, but she wasn't able to see me walk across the stage. And we talk about it sometimes and, you know, it, it hurts the both of us, but I know she's like still proud of me and all that stuff. But, you know, it's still like a thing where like to see her only grandchild walk across the stage of a prestigious university. 
Um, so yeah, so that, you know, I had to deal with a lot of that mentally and, you know, it, it took a toll on me those, you know, first couple of months, but, um, and I'm still, it's, it's still, it just, you know, it just doesn't seem real. You know, it doesn't, it still doesn't seem like this is something that's still going on. Um, you still have to like take a moment and step back and like you look around at people in like stores and outdoors with masks on and you kind of have to like think like, wow, this, this is something that's going on. And like I said earlier, like it's something that you didn't think that was going to happen, but it is happening. And we all kind of just like have to accept that it is happening and do our part to, you know, not have it be a thing anymore. I, um, so another thing that's affected me, um, is being a professional dancer and trying to, you know, break out and get that gig as, um, we call it, get that gig as an artist. Um, so of course during that time, during like that January period to like April, May period is like audition season. That obviously was cut short, um, in March. So all auditions for like Broadway and like theater and dance companies and, you know, dance organizations, all that, all that was cut short. So, um, all that, all those auditions and stuff that like I was going to do, can do them. And unfortunately, some things still aren't going like Broadway isn't happening and it's canceled all the way until like 2021, you know? So, and you just kind of like have to think about like all those artists and not even just like the artists, but like all the backstage crew members and the ushers and everyone that like worked in in those theaters and everything like they're out of a job, you know, and you kind of have to like put in perspective, like, you know, like it's just this just like really sucks and it just like sucks for everyone. Um, but with that being said, you know, it's it's hard and the arts is like a huge thing for everyone. It makes people feel good. It, you know, it just changes everyone's mood and everything. And the fact that that's kind of on hold for me is something, you know, every person, every little girl dreams of being, well, I know not every little girl, but you know, your dream is to, once you graduate or whatever, you, you want to break out. You want to be that artist. You want to be that professional artist. And for me, it hurts because you know, that, that, that's cut, that's been cut for me as of right now. And it's, it's like slowly getting back, but then you also have to think about, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta stay your best shape. You have to keep up with your craft or else you'll, you'll lose it. And that is also something that works on me too, is that, you know, you, you want to, you still, not that like looks or any other that matters, but you still want to be your best self. You want you you still want to feel confident that when they do say okay, auditions can happen, you're ready, and you know you're going on since like April. I'm not taking a ballet class um, without like it being like online or whatever. But you still, it's not the same, and so it's that whole in my mind of you know not being ready for when things do open so like you try and work out and you try and take classes and you try and do all of this stuff because you just you just never know so but it was different from before all this happened because I was training every day I was working out here and there I was eating healthy I was doing all this stuff to prepare for this audition season 
that was cut short. And and so, like I said, it's like the whole thing of just just trying to stay ready and just trying to make the best of it while also being a professional dancer, but then also having a degree in journalism. That's a whole other thing that's hard right now, because as you probably watch the news or whatever, you see that even the reporters and them, they're not all in the studio. They're all slowly coming back, blah, 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 blah. But like they're like six feet apart. Like not all of them are there. So I know like the meteorologists, they're still at home reporting the weather. So that's also a hard field to get into right now just because they're trying to take precautions. They're trying to take safety and they're trying to do everything that they possibly can while sticking to protocol. So those are the two things that I'm in love with and that I do. But especially, especially dance that is something that is definitely on pause right now but you know it's okay um I'm a huge person that I'm a huge believer of that things happen for a reason and I I honestly truly believe that this is of course no one could like I said could have predicted that this was going to happen but like I said I believe that things happen for a reason and before like all this started, I was kind of dealing with an Achilles tendon injury um, that I, I'm not a person that likes to like make a big deal out of injuries, but I'm not going to lie. It was kind of bothering me um, from like January to March. It was, it was, it was progressively getting bad and getting worse. Um, but you know, you're a senior in college and like you want to dance and you don't want to like miss class and you don't want to miss rehearsal and all this stuff. So that was something personally that was bothering me. And when all of this happened and everything stopped, I was actually able to fully heal from this. Um, it was an injury that, you know, if not taken the right way can be damaging So, yes, was I in pain during those few months? Yes. Am I still sort of in pain? Yes, because I still don't know how to sit down and not dance around my house, in my living room, and in my kitchen. So, but the injury, so it's not as bad. But I truly do feel that if I still kept pushing myself and kept dancing, if the pandemic didn't happen and was still taking classes at the university and doing all this training and stuff, that I might have injured myself more if everything did not take an abrupt halt. So that is something that I think about a lot. Um, I think about how, yes, I was in pain, but my love for dance, I didn't want I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to tell my professors or my teachers and any of that that like, hey, I'm kind of injured. Because I'm like, well, you know, I have like three months of being in college left. I want to enjoy these last couple months. I don't want to be sitting on the sidelines, not dancing, not preparing for auditions, not doing all this stuff that I would normally want to do. And so in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, you know, it's probably sort of kind of a good thing that this happened because I was able to heal. And I've been healing over the summer. Like I said, still dance around my house all that stuff. So it's still taking a little bit longer than (laughs) it should, but, you know, things happen for a reason. Um, 
So I honestly truly believe that, like I said, if I didn't, if everything didn't stop and I kept training and I kept dancing and not listening and not listening to my body and not listening to myself, that I could have actually injured myself more. But this happened. This pandemic happened. Auditions stopped. Classes stopped. Dance training stopped. So I stopped. And my body was able to heal from it. So, you know, it is what it is. So that, like I said, that is something that I often think about and it works on my mind is that, you know, hey, it happened. So here we are, six months later, after all this craziness happens. You know, it doesn't even feel like it's been like six months since all since all of this has happened, you know? That's like half a year. And I feel like so much has happened in these nine months, you know, starting in January and then escalating in March. <laughs> um, but from that March to the September period, it's been six months. That is half a year. That seemed like just... I don't know, like what what happened? Where where to go? I feel like summer was like long, cause like technically you've been in school. School ended sort of in <laughs> April, and we've been like on this long summer vacation. And then the actual summer period that seemed like that was just like short. Now we're in September. The, it's getting darker outside. It's getting cooler outside. Like I said, these stores have Christmas and Halloween decorations up. It's like where in the world did this year go? But needless to say, kind of hoping that it's almost the year is almost over with. But <laughs> another thing I've also heard and I find quite funny is that people like think that like this pandemic is just going to essentially just poof and disappear on December 31st, 2020 at 11.59 p.m. So that's also another funny thing. But, you know, things heal with time and that's all we can hope for to happen. Like I said, not that it's going to like just poof and disappear, but, you know, to gradually just get the year over with and just kind of like, you know, move on. I'm hoping to have some guests on here to kind of talk about later, you know, later on, um, kind of talk about their experiences during this pandemic as well. Because, you know, I everybody's story is different and I feel like everyone's unique. Like, like I said, you have some people that were performing regularly and are not performing at all now. And you have people like me who were working at, you know, a regular maybe like retail job or something. And, you know, they were like furloughed and then not coming back into it um so yeah so hopefully i'll have some people um some guests to kind of talk about and i can interview them and about their experiences during this time as well uh like i mentioned earlier i'm a cashier so i kind of had to work during like that peak um era of when you know quarantine was happening and all that stuff uh so like i mentioned earlier it's it was a weird, crazy time. Everyone was wearing masks and people were wearing like two masks and like there was no toilet paper. And just, I'm just bringing all these, these memories back to you guys, aren't I? There was no toilet paper. There was no hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer was like flying off the shelves. There were signs that said like limit of one or limit of two or blah, 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 blah. And like all this like crazy craziness that was like going on. And like people would like come in and like, 
you know, like not ransack the store, but like, you know, we try to take bundles of stuff and we had to be like, no, sorry, you know, we're in a pandemic, but like kind of try to have to think about other people that like have families and have big families and all that stuff. Uh, so like I said, that was like a weird time being um, a re- retail worker at that time. But like I said, I was thankful because like our store was open and, you know, we weren't fur- furloughed or anything like that. So that was like, that was like a good thing, but it's still like an experience that like, I definitely would tell my children too, that like, Hey, like your mom had to like work during this like crazy time where like people were afraid to leave their houses and, you know, we couldn't leave our houses unless you were an essential person. And like, you know, it's just, you know, it's going to be it's going to be going to be for the history books. I will tell you that it will be great for those students studying history later in life. So, um, but it was a crazy time. Uh, I worked um, at the time. I only worked three days a week. Um, I like to work mornings, and then of course, like we have to do like a closing shift. But I will work mornings. Um, it was like I said, our store is always busy, so it really didn't matter what time. You would come into work, store was packed, store was crazy. We were like, you know, wiping down their registers and everything. And like, you know, people get like, what? Why are you taking so long? It's called a pandemic, people. Once again, like, it's called protocol. I'm not going to get fired because you, you know, you, ah, people. Anyway, that might be another good episode topic, but never mind. Um, but, you know, it was, it was a time. And it was, a, like I keep saying, it was a weird time. It was a crazy time. Um, it still kind of is now, like being like being from that point of time when it was like that until now, like I said, still kind of weird and crazy seeing people walk around without with a mask on, and then of course you have like the people that don't want to wear a mask, and like then that's like a whole other thing that as a worker you have to like weigh the difference of you know enforcing your job, enforcing the rules that like that we didn't make up, that corporate didn't make up. But, you know, those higher than corporate um, have decided that we have to do. And, you know, it, it it's hurting to know. Because, like, I, I have a 90-year-old grandmother, like I said before. And, you know, she's up in that age. She has all those ailments that she has to, she lives with and she deals with. And, like, people just need to be, like, considerate of others. You don't know everyone's um, lifestyle. You don't know... You don't know about everyone. And um, when was this? It was at the VMA Awards that were virtual that I watched. Um, and Lady Gaga, she um, had said, um, whether you like like it or not, or whether you think it's political or not, the mask and whatever, it's just a sign of respect. It's like the least you can do, least anyone can do to help stop the spread. I sound like a politician right now. But it's like the least... <laughs> It's the least anyone can do at this point. And, you know, we just, like, all got to do our part to, like, stop this. And, yeah, that that's where I'm going to leave with that off right there. I, uh, I do want to take the time to thank all those um, that are out there on the front lines and have been on, out on the front lines since, like, all this stuff started, you know, healthcare workers, healthcare professionals, first responders, you know, coming from a family of first responders, um, both my parents being paramedics, you know, you know, you take that with you and, you know, they, they see things that we don't see or that the media doesn't show, you know? So I just like want to thank those who are listening and those who have family members out there. I just want to like, 
you know, say, say, have some gratitude and say thank you to those who have been working during this time. And like I even said, like even, you know, restaurant um, hostesses and um, workers and all of them who are still out there because like when, you know, when you go to restaurant restaurants and stuff, like people eating don't, aren't wearing masks because, you know, you can't eat with a mask on, you can't drink with a mask on, but they're still getting out there and they're still working and they're still, you know, putting, essentially putting their lives out on the line to serve people, you know, but that's here, neither here nor there. Um, so just like a huge thank you to everyone that's like out there and like, you know, doing your thing. All right. So remember back in beginning earlier in the episode, I said that there wasn't going to be like a new segment. I lied. There's actually going to be like a little sports section that's going to happen at the end after um, the topic and the conversation that happens on this podcast. So if you didn't know, I'm a huge sports fan, huge sports fanatic, love sports, love everything about it, blah, 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 blah. So we're going to have like a little sports segment and we're going to talk about, mainly I'm going to talk about Chicago sports that's happening, but I'll also talk about, you know, any sports that's like, you know, sports is happening in general in the world. Um, so we are going to start with the Chicago Bears. Um, it's been decided that the Chicago Bears quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, will be the starting quarterback in week one, according to the NFL website. Um, as we all know, the Bears did not have the best season last year. Um, which is why the organization acquired and traded for Nick Foles from the Jacksonville Jaguars in their March pick earlier this year. Uh, but he will now serve as the backup. So that's 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 some news right there. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that goes when the season starts up. Um, the Bears, I mean, you know, the Bears. Uh, Trubisky had about 17.5 points per game, according to the NFL records, um, which put their offense at a not-so-good ranking last year. So we'll see how the season goes. I'm sure they have the best interests in heart. So we can only hope that this year will be a good one. Um, in other news, the Bulls are still looking for a new head coach. Um, after the former coach, Jim Boylan, was fired after two seasons back in August, he was fired August 14th. Uh, I personally was definitely surprised that this happened, that this happened, because like there really wasn't any indication that, I mean, yes, Bulls had not so good season either. But, you know, there wasn't really no indication that, of course, like people wanted him gone fans and all that but there really wasn't any any indication that the organization was going to actually follow through and go through with this um but here we are and um according to the nba um an nba source um they do have a quote-unquote decent list to pick from so we'll stay tuned and we'll i'll i will keep you updated on what's happening with that going on uh, the U.S. Open is going on right now, which is great. I'm, I love tennis. My mom and I, we watch tennis all the time. We always we always have a great time watching it. So the U.S. Open is doing well. Uh, Serena Williams is still in it. Her sister, Venus Williams, was unfortunately um, out in the first round of the U.S. Open. But, you know, they're both great players. Um, they both have worked hard to get to where they are today. And, um, you know... You know they're they're wonderful players. So hopefully uh, Serena will do well in these next coming rounds. Um, I believe she's playing today, so which is September sixth. So yeah, we wish her the best and all the other players that are playing during this time. <laughs> 
It's uh, it's actually really cool to see how um, all these sports organizations um, have that sports is actually being able to play right now during um, everything that's going on. It's really cool to see like the basketball and how they have like everyone's like six feet apart, like all the players and the coaches and administrators and everyone's all like spread out. And then like they have like the um, dancers um, on a projected screen and like they're doing like they're like cheers and everything and dancing um, on like a screen. Um, and then also um, they have like audience people that's like projected up there. So I find that really cool. The U.S. opens like that too. Um, during like during the game, like you'll see like the faces of people like cheering and all that good stuff. So it's 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 really really actually quite remarkable how um, how everyone's really adapted to everything that's going on and how we're all like moving forward during all this. It's actually really cool and it's amazing. Like with technology, you know that they're able to do all this and you know project what um it's just so people have like an outlet during this time too is great that like people like at home like me that can watch like the sports um but like also the people that like you know go regularly you know it's just it's just a great outlet and I think it's really pretty cool how like everyone's adapted like I said before to everything that's going on so all right well that is going to be all for this first episode I hope you guys really enjoyed it I hope you enjoyed hearing my voice and me talking we are at 43 minutes right now (laughs) so I hope you guys enjoy listening to me talk and me kind of just you know explain myself and you know have like a little little chit chat with you guys um this has been so exciting I can't tell you how many times I have had to stop and re-record and re-record again but hey it's a growing process and that's all we can do it's just progress and do better so uh like i said these episodes will be i'm going to really try harder and make sure that they're around an hour um when i have like interviews and like guests and things it might be a little more a little less blah 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 um but yeah so this has been a blast i've really enjoyed this and this is really going to help me um become a better speaker and a better talker especially being a journalist and everything so yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed my little podcast um i will see you guys next week like i said i'm going to try and upload these sunday sunday mornings Uh, i think that's a good day for me to upload these episodes so yeah so i hope you guys enjoy and i'll see you guys next week bye Oh, 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 oh,